Welcome. Uh, this is the very first episode of the Happy Raccoon Podcast. First of all, before we get um, too deep into it, I really just want to talk a little bit more about why we're doing the podcast, um, sort of the general outline of what the podcast might look like um, in the future. But first of all, I just really want to thank you for for uh, listening. Um, obviously, there's just tons of podcasts for you to choose from. Um, I hope that you make this a part of your weekly listen. Um, that is the goal uh, for us to um, to be publishing a podcast a week. Um, you know, when I say we, uh, my wife and I are teaming up on this. Um, we're also going to be doing various YouTube series uh, and videos. Um, we're going to be uh, we have a website that we've launched. We're going to be posting some some blogs there. Um, we're going to be doing some social media work as well. Um, but we're all kind of building it around this podcast um, and using this as a platform. And uh, we're really excited. We, uh, you know, we both <coughs> we both come from very different backgrounds. You know, I was uh, I was raised um, for half my childhood in Papua New Guinea, and the rest in California. Um, and she was born in in uh, Paraguay, and then spent the rest of her childhood um, in Northeast Pennsylvania. So. What that means is that um, throughout <clears throat> our marriage, we have a lot of uh, really random cultural differences, um, and we enjoy that a lot. Most of it's just totally fun, um, but we also have very different uh, friend groups, which is a lot of fun. We have very different families, uh, which can cause complications. But um, but in the recent few years, you know, I moved I moved here um, a few years ago. Um, you know, Beck and I met um, about seven years ago. Um, we got married a few years ago. I moved out here, um, and uh, yeah, and so I find that um, you know, as I moved out here, I've met all sorts of just fascinating people uh, with d- different backgrounds um, and d- a different life story than I'm used to hearing, um, and it's it's fascinating for me. And um, and we just love having people over for coffee and desserts or uh, or dinner, and we just love hearing people's life stories. Um, I just find them to be. Um, incredible. Um, so over the next several weeks, actually, um, this is, a, I'm recording this after already recording a couple of podcasts. This is a, his intention um, to be episode one uh, coming out on Tuesday. Um, but I've already recorded a podcast with a former Amishman um, who broke Amish as, a, you know, sort of in his early, uh, you know, early development years. Um, he's an early teenager, I believe. And uh, um, I uh, interviewed a um, Anglican pastor. Um, if you have not heard of what the Anglican Church is, and you're interested in learning more about that, I had never heard of it prior to meeting him. Um, but he has a really interesting story and a really interesting outlook on Christianity from an Anglican perspective. Um, that's really cool. And so we're going to be putting out a lot of podcasts. Some of it will be just me. Some of it will be me and Becca. Um, and some of it, and, and hopefully most of it, um, and a lot of it will be interviewing various people that I have gotten to know since moving here. Um, again, I have just um, a fascinating um, group of, of people that I know out here that um, have all sorts of different walks and experiences. I find that a lot of people out here aren't from here. Um, so there's people from around the world. I'm hoping to uh, interview some missionaries. Um, you know, my uh, in-laws are coming home. Um, one family from Paraguay, one from Colombia. Um, you know, maybe I could talk them into coming on here. Um, but again, the whole idea is uh, is to have a lot of fun. Um, you know, we want to push out these these pod, these uh, podcasts and content. Um, and I'll get to the to uh, a little bit more of a reason as to why. Um, but really, we're just you know we're just happy you're here. We really appreciate it. And if this is the last one you listen to, I totally get it. Um, again, there are so many great podcasts to listen to. No one listens to podcasts more than me that I know of. You know, Spotify does 
a uh, end of year wrap on you know the most songs you listen to, how many minutes you spent listening to songs. I spent um, about three thousand minutes listening to music. I spent about thirty thousand minutes listening to podcasts. I love podcasts. I have probably two dozen podcasts that I'm subscribed to, and that I make a part of my daily uh, daily listen. Um, a lot of them are comedy. Some of them are um, self help type podcasts. Some of them are just storytelling podcasts. Some of them are Christian podcasts, working through daily verses. Um, all sorts of really cool stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know, this is great. I usually listen to podcasts when I'm on the road driving. Um, during uh, slow hours at work, um, and really whenever whenever I can, um, I really enjoy listening to podcasts. I find them to be fascinating, and I hope to to bring that level of excitement to you guys, um, whether you like it or not. Um, again, I just appreciate you being here for this, and uh, yeah. So let me, let me let me break down a little bit as to why we're doing um, the podcast. So. So again, I mentioned before, Becca and I both have very diverse um, backgrounds. Uh, we both grew up as missionary kids. Um, I was a missionary kid in Papua New Guinea. My parents were tribal church planners, and I'm sure that over the course of this podcast, I'll share a lot of those stories. Um, and uh, we ended up moving back to the States when I was about 13 or so. Um, and Becca was born in Asuncion. She'd be very proud of me if I said it correctly. Um, and so would her family, but Asuncion, Paraguay, um, and uh, she moved to the United States when she was about 12, I think. So, um, but we both have a huge heart for um, for serving others and for missions. Um, and after being married for a few years, um, having a couple of babies, um, our timeline is certainly um, suspicious. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, after spending some time doing that, you know, we just I remember one day I just sat down with Becca and I said. Um, hey, I want to share with you what's just on my heart. And then we sat down, I remember we sat down on our bed um, on a weekday evening, and it was after a long day of, of, of hustling sales all day um, at a sales job I was working at the time. And I said, you know, I just, I feel like this just isn't us. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like we both come from families where we were um, you know, dedicated overseas missionaries. And again, my job was as a missionary kid, it was just to have the most fun ever. But um, I told her that, like, I really want you to pray about um, pursuing missions. And it's something that I really would love to do. Um, and I think it's something that the, that the Lord has for us. And I would love for you to pray about that. And if this is something that you think is also right for our family, then we can talk about making that that move. And she told me, like, oh my gosh, that's so funny because I was feeling the exact same way. Um, so I had this really cool bonding moment where we both just bonded over the fact that we'd been feeling the same way. Um, and we felt that this is just the Lord calling us um, in a direction to pursue global missions at some point. Um, now that comes with a lot of work. Uh, it, it comes with a ton of work. Um, and, uh, we're actually starting really late. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, Beck and I, we met at New Tribes Bible Institute, which is now known as Ethnos 360 Bible Institute, um, in Jackson, Michigan. And at the time, um, she was considering missions and New Tribes is a great starting point for that. Um, they have their own missions organization. I wasn't, I was just sort of buying time, trying to figure out what it is I'm going to do in life. I ended up leaving after a very short stint. Becca, um, finished and graduated, um, you know, she would go in a different direction. I would go in a different direction. Um, you know, our friendship would eventually evolve into a romantic relationship. 
um, which moved me out here. Um, and regardless, uh, so that sort of first part there is that I had not finished um, finished Bible school. So I will be starting that in the fall. Um, and our goal is to be able to move to Wisconsin um, as soon as January of 2022 for the spring semester. Um, why Wisconsin? The location um, where we initially met in Jackson, that um, they have closed that building and they have moved the entire operation to um, the other campus, which is in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, and so, yeah, that's uh, that's our, our goal. It's what we're pursuing. Um, and, you know, we are, are doing a lot of different things to get to that point. Um, again, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, uh, not only to accomplish the schooling part and the training part and actually getting overseas, but also um, there's a lot of financial um, obligations that go into that. Um, we want to go completely debt-free, and we want to go with a lot of school paid for. Uh, we don't want to go and, and just have to work nonstop to keep on top of our bills and keep on top of school. We want to go debt-free. We want to go in a, really in a way that we can not only um, experience the education and the atmosphere um, the best that we can, but also um, we have a number one obligation, and that is that we have to raise our two daughters um, in an extremely um, uh, critical way. Um, you know, we have committed to raising them a certain way, and we want to be able to maintain that, and we don't think that we can if... I'm in school all day and I need to go work all night. Um, we want to be very hands-on present parents. So all that in a roundabout way, we're going to be producing these podcasts on a weekly basis. The podcasts itself are totally free um, and we want you to enjoy them as much as you can, share them as much as you're willing. Um, you know, we're going to have ways for you to, to comment on things we want to I want to invite anyone and anyone that wants to come on this show to please, um, you can head to our website, which is happyraccoon.net. Um, again, .net, dot, not .com. .com is a sketchy website. It's already been, already belongs to someone, but go to .net, happyraccoon.net. Um, there you'll be able to, um, you know, uh, reserve a spot to come on the podcast. Even if you're not near here, I can get you on the phone. Uh, we can do a phone interview. I really want to... Um, to, I want to hear from everyone that I can. I just want to, I want to hear all the stories. Um, I want to, yeah, I just want to, um, really do this up. And, uh, and so we're gonna have the podcasts are totally free. I want to have as many guests as I can. I want to hear all of the stories possible. Um, the blog is going to be coming out. that will be totally free. However, what we are doing is we're going to use this platform. Um, and we're going to, we, we are going to have a, a Patreon um, account where you'll be able to contribute to the podcast on a monthly basis, um, starting as low as I believe $3 or $4 a month. Um, and with that, you'll be able to get exclusive content. Um, we're going to be raffling off uh, monthly prizes uh, for a certain tier of contributions. Uh, a lot of it's just going to be gift cards and all sorts of really cool stuff. Um, you'll be able to um, to ask us to go over a certain topic. If you want to hear um, us give a certain take on things, you'll have the liberty to do that. It can be as silly or serious as you want. Um, uh, Haven is going to be sending out some custom finger paintings um, as well as an as a added thank you for contributing. I think there's about four different tiers uh, that you can contribute on. Um, so that, that's going to be a way that we can use this podcast platform to raise funds to be able to pursue our our goal of going um, overseas and, and to pursue missions and ministry. Um, and we're also going to be selling bars of soap at some point. Um, Beck and I have enjoyed 
um, the art and craft of uh, making homemade bars of soap. Uh, we really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we like, uh, we, we loved for a long time going to like a farmer's market and finding, you know, these fancy bars of soap and, and, you know, we find, you know, the exfoliating ones and we just love it. And so we decided why not make it ourselves? And so we did, and we're going to be selling a soap again to raise funds, um, so we can pursue this, um, to be extremely frank and honest, you know, with my current salary and our current overhead, it's really, really difficult to make, um, to make this happen. So not only am I working a full-time job, I'm working side hustles, I'm doing this, um, and our goal is is this spring semester, and that's a tall task. Um, we have a lot of fundraising to do through all these efforts. Um, I don't want to uh, make you feel inclined to contribute. If you do, we're super appreciative. We want to give you guys just the best experience possible. Uh, we want to give you the best soap possible. If you want to be, um, if you want to purchase soap from us, um, and uh, you know, we're just gonna have a ton of fun either way. Um, and uh, even if this can, it you know, contributes nothing, I've had a huge um, passion for this for a long time. Again, my favorite thing in the world is really just having people over, um, getting to know them. I love talking. I love listening. Um, you know, a mentor of mine once said that, you know, the greatest things you can do is to listen to understand, not listen to respond. And I just love that. Um, something I do often. I just want to hear people's stories. Um, and I want to learn all sorts of new stuff. So, Again, if you're interested in being a guest, I really want to emphasize that because I, I really do want to have as many people on this podcast as possible. Head to head to happyraccoon.net. Um, again, .net, happyraccoon.net. Uh, fill out a uh, podcast guest form, and I'll be in touch with you, and we'll work uh, work out a way to get you on this podcast, whether it be a uh, phone call, um, whether it be uh, in person if you're in this area. Um, again, upstate New York people. Uh, if you're super far away, I'm more than happy to, or uh, super far away is in maybe an hour or so tops. I'm more than happy to uh, pay for gas to get you over here. Um, as long as everyone is, of course, COVID free, um, I would love to make that happen. So again, um, thank you so much for being here for episode one. I do have a little bit of content I would love to build out for this first episode. So it's not just an intro to the podcast, but again, I really wanted to get out of the way just how appreciative I am and how appreciative Becca is. Um, for you being here for episode one, and I hope that you enjoy your uh, enjoy your stay. The goal is to do these every Tuesday. If I miss uh, and it comes out on a Wednesday or something like that, um, you know that that is to be expected. Um, I am a father of two, working about two and a half, three jobs right now, um, trying to make uh, this dream of pursuing missions um, a reality. So, again, thanks so much. Let's get right into um, right into the podcast. So. Uh, being that today is, I'm recording on Valentine's Day, and we're shooting to release this Tuesday, so I've got some editing work I got to do tonight. I wanted to to make a, a a series as I try and force myself to make content by myself. Uh, I wanted to make a series to pull out my favorite news article um, of the week. My favorite one by far is that a Florida man um, in his 40s was arrested um, for proposing to a girlfriend with rings he stole from his other girlfriend um, that she had from a previous marriage. So while you sort all of that out in your head, I'll break it down for you. So basically this guy, I think his name is Joseph. It sounds like a Joseph thing to do, to be honest with you. Um, he has a girlfriend. He has two girlfriends. Apparently he's got a lot of time on his hands. He stole jewelry amounting in, I have it noted here, uh, 6000 
$270 worth of jewelry. Some of it was uh, an engagement ring, a wedding band, and then this woman's um, grandmother's jewelry who had passed away. So obviously really valuable stuff. I'm sure that the $6,000 is just an insurance number. I'm sure the value on it from person basis is probably much more. But this guy, so he's dating this girl, and he's dating another girl, and clearly he has a preference preference as to which one he likes more because then he goes and he steals an engagement ring and a wedding band from his girlfriend. Now, that engagement ring and wedding band belonged to um, his girlfriend from a previous marriage. So these are some really classy people we're talking about here. Um, so, uh, so he steals the engagement ring and wedding band from her that she had from a previous marriage. He also stole... Uh, that woman's grandmother's jewelry, and then he used that to propose um, to another woman. Um, and this woman said yes and was ecstatic as possible. And so while she was engaged, uh, this woman who was stolen from went on Facebook, I believe, and searched around and found that someone else was wearing her stolen, lost engagement ring and wedding band. And uh, she put two and two together and found out that her boyfriend was engaged to another woman. And uh, I honestly, being that this is Valentine's Day, this just felt so fitting because I think that is just absolutely amazing. Um, First of all, how does this guy have that much time on his hands? I have one wife and that is all I'm able to handle. I do not have the capacity to be a Mormon. I am not capable of multiple wives. I am barely capable of my two children. I am exhausted all the time, and this man somehow managed to have a fiance and a girlfriend at the same time. Um, and the best part of this is that he's from Florida. Now, if you don't know this, um, Florida is where some of the strangest people are at. If you watched um, Tiger King, which came out right at the peak of the quarantine for COVID-19, uh, Tiger Man features a gay redneck guy who wears sparkly boots and cowboy hat who has multiple husbands and he has a tiger zoo, I guess, where it's basically tigers. And I think it's called the GW zoo. And I think they're in, I want to say Kentucky, but that sounds wrong. Um, I'm not sure. No, they're Oklahoma. They're in Oklahoma. And there's, there's a whole, a whole lot of characters, all these people. And honestly, I remember thinking to myself, there's no way that I live in the same country as these people. I just can't be. Um, because everywhere I've ever lived in this country, I've lived in a foreign countries and I've heard of less interesting and strange people than that. A gay, gun-toting redneck with multiple husbands, teeth falling out, he has bullet hole tattoos all over him, and over the course of this docuseries, if you haven't seen it, um, there is a woman down in Florida that this man, spoiler alert coming up, three, two, one, here comes a spoiler, Um, So this guy, Joe Exotic is his name, because of course it's Joe Exotic. Again, Joseph, like I said before. Joe Exotic orders the murder of Carol Baskin in Florida, of course, again, Florida. And she um, is highly suspected to have killed her husband from several years ago. There's another man named Doc Antle, um, who he is, I want to say, in Georgia. He also has tons of tigers and multiple wives. And he calls himself like a spiritual doctor or something like that. Anyway, there's just no way that these people are real. 
I love reality TV. You'll hear me say that 150 times over again. I love reality TV because there's just no way that these people are real. They just can't be real. But anyways, it just makes the most sense that there would be a mention of Florida. Florida is strange man capital of the world. It has to be. In fact, there is a challenge, internet challenge, of you can look up your birthday and then Florida man. And Google will then show you an article of some of the strangest articles um, you'll ever see in the news. Um, And it's about a Florida man and it happened on your birthday. So enjoy that wherever you are right now. Uh, If you're listening to this on Spotify, go to your Safari or your Google Chrome app on your phone and look up your birthday and then Florida man. And I want to hear what the article was and post it on my social media. By the way, you can get uh, you can follow us on social media. There's my selfless plug there. Anyways, so um, so my Florida man challenge is I actually wrote it down. I looked it up. Um, Florida man. That's how every news article starts, by the way. Florida man uh, burns house down after trying to cook um, or trying to bake cookies drunk and naked. That man is a national treasure, and it's happened to the best of us, probably not me, um, but some people. It's probably happened to. Um, so a man burns his house down after being butt naked trying to bake cookies now i've never i've never went into the culinary field um and i've never combined that with nudity myself i've tried to cook fully clothed in fact i often burn myself so i find myself wearing as many clothes as possible because the oil will spit all over my arms um but um being so bold as to um bake cookies completely naked that is um, honestly, it's, it's, it takes a lot of confidence to do that. I wish I had that level of confidence because I don't, um, that level of confidence is something I often seek, but, um, he burnt his house down. So he probably won't be as confident in the future. Um, and that to me is just, you know, anyways, I would love to hear what your Florida man challenges. Becca's is, I wrote it down. Florida man destroys wasp nests with bare hands. Um, that is easily the most my wife Florida man challenge I've ever heard because my wife is she's a stud and she gets things done like that so it doesn't surprise me at all that's her Florida man challenge because that's something that she probably would do um she would either shoot it with a shotgun probably or she would do with her bare hands actually she's really bad um with guns she she has one of the worst shots I've ever seen um and she'll probably listen to this so here's a story um, of my wife and the time she tried to shoot our 12 gauge shotgun. So when I moved here to, um, to this area that I live in, which is New York, I thought that everywhere in, 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 in states like California and New York that, you know, are a little bit stronger on gun control and things like that. I thought the process to buy a gun was like, you know, I thought it took forever. It turns out I can just go in and buy a shotgun and then walk out the door to me. Um, I, I prefer a little bit more background checks on that. Um, I personally didn't, I, I went in to Dick Sporting Goods and I said, hi, I'd like to begin the process to purchase a gun. And he said, okay, do you know what gun you want? And I said, not yet, but I would like to start the paperwork. And he said, okay, that's not how it works. I'm like, okay, tell me how it works. He said, okay, you pick out the gun you want and we see what kind of class it is. And then you fill out this paperwork. And then once you pass, um, the background check, then you buy the gun and you walk out. And I said, oh, that's very strange. Okay, how long is the background check? And he said, about seven minutes. And I couldn't believe it because I went in there 
fully expecting to have a background check that lasted two weeks, actually going to call references or something, and they would find, okay, Mason is somewhat responsible. He can own a 12-gauge um, Remington 870 pump-action shotgun. What happened instead was I filled out information with an old address, by the way. The address on my ID, they said to put the address that's on my ID. I did. It's an old address. I have one of the best. I don't think I have it on me. I don't have it on me. I have one of the best driver's license pictures of all time. Um, and so I haven't changed it because I don't want to change um, my picture because it looks so good. But anyway, so I was able to buy a shotgun in a few minutes. So I'm, I wanted to do a bunch of research to find which one I wanted. I never owned a gun before. I, I wanted one for house or for home protection and possibly turkey hunting. Turkey hunting has gone very poorly. I have not even shot at one yet, and it's been two seasons. Um, but anyway, so I thought, okay, um, a 10 gauge is the lowest number of gauge. So that must be, it must be like the least powerful one or so I thought. So I thought to myself, okay, I'll get this 10 gauge shotgun probably. And that sounds like a, you know, a good number. It'll be, you know, sort of like a, a you know, low recoil. It won't, you know, kill me anything like that. Um, and the store clerk kind of said, are you sure you want to do that? And come to find out um, that that's actually not how it works. The 20 gauge and the higher the number goes, the weaker the shotgun it is to put it um, in, in simpler terms. So I ended up buying a 12 gauge. It's a classic shotgun. Um, it's one you hear of in movies all the time. So I bought a 12 gauge shotgun. Now to me, the shotgun was very normal looking in size. I forget that Becca is about 70% um, smaller than the average person. You know, she barely stands up to like my torso. She makes me look incredibly tall, which is great because I'm barely cracking 5'9", if that. Um, anyway, so I bring the shotgun home and it just, you know, goes in the safe for a while. Fall comes around um, and we have a pumpkin and then fall leaves. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to shoot the pumpkin in the backyard with the shotgun. Um, when I say backyard for all my folks in California, I don't have any neighbors um, for many, many yards from me. Um, we don't have neighbors like, like we do in California, a lot of space in between. So that's no problem, right? I have a bunch of country, probably about maybe about 50 acres or so of, of just wooded lands behind my house. So I thought that's a great spot to fire a shotgun. So, um, so anyways, I put this pumpkin out there and I, th I thought to myself, you know what would be great? I ought to have Becca shoot it because I want to see if she can actually do it. So I get Becca and we grab this 12 gauge. I load it up for her. And uh, I take her into the backyard, and I I have her probably my guess maybe 15 feet away from this pumpkin that is laying there innocently on the ground, not even carved. We we, got, we didn't even carve it. We're too lazy to carve it. So Becca yields up this shotgun barely, right? It's just kind of like you know barely barely hanging on to this thing. It's about her height, um, total her height, and she again she is like a basketball, like, like Shaquille O'Neal's height away from this, this, this pumpkin. I mean, it's right there. I mean, you can't miss it. And it's a spread shotgun. I mean, the spread is, is in itself is like a foot in diameter. And she yields this big old shotgun and boom, she shoots and she misses the pumpkin entirely. Just misses it. I don't know if it went over or under. I don't. I probably went over because it didn't mess up the ground or anything. But she misses this shot, this pumpkin, and that was the only time she's ever shot it. So if anyone ever breaks into our house and I'm not here, 
uh, we're in big trouble because Beckett can't handle um, a 12 gauge shotgun. I really need to get a small, you know, small barrel 20 gauge shotgun that she can actually shoot. Um, but to miss a pumpkin at seven feet distance with a one foot diameter spread shotgun, whatever it is, probably that close is not that much, but it's one of my favorite stories to tell because she gets really embarrassed and it's really funny. Um, but I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, I really have, I really have no idea where I, where I was going with that at all. And this is probably going to happen a lot. We're just going to ride this thing out. It's going to be random. I have no idea why I went to the shotgun. I'm looking at my notes. Oh, because she would shoot the wasp nest. Okay. That's what I was getting at. All right. So I'm not that far off. Yeah. So she would shoot the wasp nest, but she'd probably miss because she can't handle a, a gun to save her life. And that's a really big problem because that's when you need a gun is to save your life. Quite, quite frankly with you. Um, anyways, you should definitely do your My Florida Challenge. Um, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Um, this is a really quick one. Uh, mainly just wanted to focus on the introduction. I wanted to share my favorite news story from the week and a story with you guys. Um, again, head to happyraccoon.net. Read a little bit more about our story, our goals, about our family. Um, look into, um, you know, if you if you feel inclined, you want to contribute to the podcast, if you want to look into uh, buying our soaps. The soaps are not ready yet. I don't think they'll be ready by Tuesday. Um, we aren't taking orders yet. We're still testing our recipe. Um, we're working on some packaging stuff, but that'll be happening soon. You'll be able to purchase soap right off our website, um, and we'll ship it right to your door. Um, you can get it in uh, in bulk amounts. You can get it just a few. I think probably the least we'll sell is probably three bars, um, because we want to make sure it's a you know, worthy. You don't send you one bar of soap. You got to pay shipping and everything on it. it. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but. All that to say, um, learn more about us, head to happyraccoon.net. I really appreciate you guys listening to this. This is a, um, a really exciting thing for us. I've been wanting to do this for, Beck and I had that conversation about wanting to go into missions over two years ago, um, maybe like a year and a half ago. And, um, and I've been talking about doing this since then as a way that we can make this happen. Um, since having that discussion, we have gotten no closer. Um, you know, uh, COVID has not been kind to us financially. Um, we've lost a lot of money over the last year, um, from shutdowns. Um, you know, my own business that I was running, um, is completely obsolete because of COVID. Um, and that's okay. We're rolling with the punches. Um, but one thing we do know for sure is that God is good. He is providing. And we wanted to do this as another, um, way that we can, uh, we can make this happen. And uh, if you feel so inclined to contribute, I really appreciate it. If not, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I look forward to uh, next Tuesday. Um, we have some great episodes coming up. Uh, we have again, uh, my interview with Mervin Stoltzfuzz, I believe. And I'm, I, he told me how to pronounce it, but I may have forgotten it, but Mervin will be on. He's got, he's telling me all sorts of cool stories about the Amish people. He's breaking down a lot of the stereotypes for me. Um, also going to be uh, interviewing one of my best friends in the world, John Groves, um, who is a, an Anglican church pastor. Um, he has a fascinating story. We have a really great conversation that's very funny, um, and, and he shares a lot of great information on the Anglican church that I think everyone should hear. If you hear that thumping, you might not. I don't know what this mic is going to pick up or not, but that's my one-year-old um, telling me that it's time to come and play. So um, anyways, it is indeed. It's my favorite thing to do in the whole world. Um, my, actually, my dad is visiting this week. I might interview him. He might have some interesting stuff to say. He's got a pretty fascinating story as well. So maybe that'll be happening. Um, regardless, I would love it, love it, love it if the Happy Raccoon Podcast became a part of your weekly listen. I hope you enjoy this one. 
And again, head to happyraccoon.net to learn more about what we're doing, how you can contribute. And uh, and again, if you want to be a, a guest on the show, um, feel free to reach out to me there. So thank you so much again. Uh, and we'll go ahead and call this an episode, episode one. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>